Welcome to the Busy Executives Podcast. We know firsthand how important your time is. That's why every power-packed episode promises to help elevate your leadership in 10 minutes or less. Each week, I offer practical coaching, development tools, and conversations with world changers to help you boost your engagement so you can optimize your frontline and bottom line. Let's go. All right, and welcome back to the Busy Executives Podcast. Uh, as a reminder, what we get to do is help leaders grow in really bite-sized specific information that really helps leaders and teams optimize and just be their best. And today I have the privilege of getting to talk to Skip Meyer, who is the president of High Point IT. And Skip, uh, you know, we've gotten to meet and connect over the past few months. And so I'm really excited for our listeners to hear a little bit more about your story, how you lead, um, but just some really practical advice uh, for leaders in the field. And so welcome. Uh, We're excited to have you today. Michael, it's great to be here. I sure appreciate you inviting me on your show. Excellent. Perfect. Well, Skip, for the audience, I have the privilege of knowing you a, a little bit, but I'd love to hear a little bit of your story, um, how you really got into, number one, uh, you know, being the president of High Point, but uh, just a little bit of your background and what, uh, what really drives you today. Well, Michael, I think that's kind of a loaded question a little bit for us. Um, um, you and I have talked at length about <clears throat> entrepreneurship and how some of us just have the bug for, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my start in life. Um, being raised on a busy family cattle ranch in central Idaho. And so I suppose I picked up a work ethic there. We didn't have TV. We didn't have hardly even radios. Of course, there was no phones or anything. It seems like the Stone Age ago. Um, but but being raised on a ranch, we, we got up early in the morning and started working, and we worked pretty much all day long. And it was that work ethic that kind of stuck with me and has stuck with me uh, throughout my whole life. In fact, I've been accused of not taking vacations very well. Um, it's hard to take five, six days off at a time when I'd like to be productive. And um, so I got my got my entrepreneurial bug probably early on in life. Um, graduated Central Washington University with a degree in accounting and finance and uh, pursued that. And I started, started businesses when I was 20 years old. And I kind of laugh, it's, it's, I've been in business by my, or for myself since then. And um, it's been a fun road met a lot of quality people. I think the thing that drives me the biggest in business is relationships. Mm. I, I absolutely love people. I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, but I love to meet people. I love to network, build those relationships. I like to see what I can do to help other people on their road to success or on their path to where they're going. If, if there's things I can do to help people do that, that's probably my, my, my favorite. Yeah. Now, I've definitely seen that uh, firsthand and benefited mm-hmm. from that as well, Skip. So it's awesome to see that heart. I want to jump back for a second, though. Do you, you know, I feel like that family portion for you and, and growing up on the farm, would you say that that really helped instill not only the work ethic, but sort of that drive and belief that you could start companies or, or start being kind of on your own in your early 20s? I mean, that's not always as common. Do you feel like that that family piece was really big for you? It's funny you should ask that because I had a grandfather that was always very big on business. Um, I consider myself blessed to have the family that I've had because my family was always wind um, in my sales. They, they, they pushed me. They encouraged me. My, my, my grandfather owned large ranches in his tenure. And um, I remember many conversations with my grandfather telling me that I, I can do this. You can do whatever you set your mind to. Uh, my father the same, my mother the same. It was always encouraging. I, 
I feel bad sometimes I meet people that, that didn't have that good upbringing or they didn't have a chance to have maybe quality parents. Mm -hmm. I still have my parents to this day and they're still wow. encouraging me. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because it, it was a part of my upbringing uh, that made me see where they were going. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm guilty because of entrepreneurship, because my parents and my grandparents were that way. Mm -hmm. um, they had ranches, they had businesses, and I just thought that's what you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how great is that to have the family, you know, relationship piece be so strong? That's, that's what I'm hearing. Obviously have yeah. the work ethic piece in place, but then really the encouragement and belief that you can step out on your own, that you can start your own yeah. business, that you can be entrepreneurial, yeah. which, um, yeah. you know, again, is, is not always as common, maybe common to have one or two of those things, but to have all three, it sounds like really, um, helps set you up for success. Yeah. I think the mentorship, you know, if, and, and, and if we're talking to people out there that are parents or maybe family members of somebody who does want to um, taste entrepreneurship or business, in, encourage them. Don't slow them down. Don't get in their road. It's, it's like, are they going to fail? I have failed more than I've been successful. Mm -hmm. um, I can honestly say that. There's been a lot of times where I try something and it's like, well, that didn't work out very well. And, and one of the things that we'll talk about later a little bit in some of the comments that you've made is, I think mentorship is so important. Mm. And I was blessed to have mentorship as a little boy growing up in my in my family, but even mentorship later on. Um, Michael, you've been a mentor to me. I watch mm. I watch some of your posts, I watched your podcast, I watch things that you do and some of the things that you say I take to heart and implement in my business because mm. it's some of those comments are gold. And I, I think a lot of times entrepreneurs or business types go, well, I've got this and I'm going to be successful. And they dig in and you don't know what you don't know. Mm. So if you're going to start a business and you don't, if you've never done it before, how do you know that that's going to work? Well, if you listen to people who've been there and done that, many times it can shave off a lot of years of, of bad habits or a lot of years of struggle. Mm. If you can adopt those good principles right off the get go. Yeah. Gosh, it's so true. And you know, I, I always say no one ever trust a, a leader or a coach or a mentor or somebody who isn't also receiving that right in some way, right. you know, there's no right. arrival point that we have. And so, you know, I, just being able to continue to grow, um, in those ways, I, I think is so important. And, and you touched on something important here. And I, so I maybe just want to, you know, dive in. Can you think of a specific time you've mentioned, hey, there's been obviously all the success. You have an amazing company right now with a, an amazing team and we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. But maybe is there one, um, you know, what you saw as a failure at the time or one setback or one thing that you go, gosh, that taught me so much that really mm -hmm. helped catapult me, you know, into the next phase or, or helped me be successful maybe a little bit down the road. Do you know, right off the bat, what came to my mind, I, when we launched High Point roughly 14 years ago, we were able to uh, link up with North Idaho College. It's a community college here in, in the Coeur d'Alene area. And North Idaho College has a, a program that's run by a gentleman named Bill Jung. And Bill has become a mentor of mine when we first launched High Point. And <clears throat> Bill did something early on. He said, Skip, he said, Leadership is clarity. Short, concise, leadership is clarity. Um, I think what he means by that is leadership is clarity for me. Leadership is clarity for what I give off to my staff. But he said something to me, Michael, and it, it's just classic. It's, it's, I, I, 
I mean, I suppose we know it down deep inside, but he said to me, he said, Skip, he says, there's two ways to make your business balance. He says, there's two ways to get your, your, your business to where you're, you're, you're making your payroll, you're paying your, your rent, whatever costs and expenses you have. He said, you either lower your expenses to equal your income or you raise your income to meet your expenses. Hmm. And I know when I say that, people's first reaction is, well, hello. <laughs> but but yeah. as a business person, when we're in the trenches, it's like, oh, man, that's an aha moment for me. Yeah. What I was doing wrong is I was trying to raise my income to cover my expenses. And he said, Skip, as a startup, that's next to impossible. Yeah. He said it takes a long time to get income up to expenses. But he said overnight, you can drop your expenses to meet your income. Mm -hmm. And so out of those two ways of making your, 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 your company balance financially, I was able within about, oh, 60 days when he told me that to really cut our expenses at high point to meet our income. And within 90 days, then we were able to see black ink, Michael, wow. just because of that one little factor. Mm -hmm. That's all the time we have for this episode. To keep listening, continue on to the next part.